This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bear Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to bearfruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode number 12. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I am the creator of Bear Fruit, and I am here with my co host, Adam Jackhammer Tetris. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You know what it means? You know what this is? Oh, wow. It's 316. Oh. Happy Stone Cold Steve Austin Day. I had to I had to pull that out. Wow. Since I'm the jackhammer, I just broke some glass. I didn't even know that was happening. March 16, Stone Cold 316. Uh, I just want to say a few words to uh, Steve Austin. I know you're listening. Thank you of so course, much for absolutely. tuning in. Of course he is. Really appreciate the five stars and the positive Thank comment. Thank you for that. Comment. A lot of vulgar words in your comment, but did, it was overall. Didn't need that part, but it was you know. positive, and I appreciate that. Thank you for your service. Uh, Stone Cold Stunner, I'm out of here. Boom. How you feeling on uh, Stone Cold Day? Well, first of all, I had to take a moment to really like process what just happened. <laughs> I experienced something very unique and special. <laughs> I'm feeling good, feeling great. Yeah, you, How are you? You energized? Because That am. just got me worked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm usually the one that brings the excitement to the intro, uh-huh. but here you come. I feel like I'm walking down the ramp, and the Jumbotron is playing my song. Wow. And I'm making my way down to the ring, and it's... Ah, it's Adam Jackhammer Tetris, ah, and it's Happy Brown Bag Day, and ah, whip. <laughs> Actually, I'm Spider Man. I swing out of the ring. There we go. Yeah, yeah. That sounds. Anyway, I've been intense. daydreaming. That's, uh-huh. Yeah, that's where I am. You know, I'm just. I feel like it's a good thing to just let your mind wander. Do it. We and, stop doing that when you start becoming an adult. Yeah. But when you were a kid, you used to do that all the time. That's, that's why do. I like doing this show with you. Because I feel like we have an opportunity to escape from being uh, constrained to our obligations, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like our day-to-day, my adult responsibilities. Right. Which is not to say that talking geek culture is not a very adult thing to do, because I think, oh, yeah. in a lot of ways, it is. It is, for sure. But it feels like an escape. I'm glad that we escape. Absolutely. Uh-huh. How's your week been besides making your uh, WWE debut? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's been great. It's been great. Actually, it's it's filled with a lot of wrestling. Last night I went to a a closed show at Philadelphia's own Chikara Wrestling Federation, and that was a total blast. I'm still on the on the road to becoming a pro wrestler. Of course, you know this. Step by step. Step by step. I put a video up on my Facebook the other day. I think I retweeted it. I'm doing handstands on the turnbuckle. Oh Octavius. yeah. Wait a minute. And does it look cool? Not really. Is it scary as hell? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All of those things. But it it makes me proud. I feel like I achieved something. You go for it, young man. I got choke slammed last week. Yes. Yeah. I felt like it was like a badge. I was like, I earned this. There you go, man. How about you? How's your week? 
It was really good. Yeah. I saw the Iron Giant for the first time. Oh no. Yo. Tell me tell me about this. What's happening in your in your heart? Yo. Yeah. The Iron Giant. Uh-huh. Man, all the emotions. Mm-hmm. Superman. That's Vin Diesel. Like that that yeah. moment it was like that's such a that's a really good movie. It is a very amazing good movie. movie. Guys, if you've never seen The Iron Giant, I think it came out in 98 yeah, that sounds like right. Ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, it stands up. It holds up, man. Like it's it's a really really excellent movie. Excellent. Like even the animation. What led you to watch the Iron Giant out of curiosity? I, it's a fantastic movie, but mm-hmm. why now? It was a crowd full of people. Okay, and we were over at somebody's house, and it's like, oh, let's all watch something. I'm talking about like ten. 15 people okay and i'm hearing let's watch the little mermaid and i'm like nah son nah i can't get with it you know what i mean like you got the wrong one let's watch let's watch aladdin and i'm like where am i like why what do we you know Uh so i'm thinking like you were at a children's birthday party no we were all grown adult (laughs) human beings but that's just like the vibe that the room was in Uh you know and i'm like okay what haven't I seen? Yeah. What am I interested in? But what still considers the group at the same time, which is something I've grown in. <laughs> yeah. The old Octavius would not do that. Yeah. The older Octavius, like eight, nine years ago, people listening who know me know, I'd be like, I'm leaving. Bye. Or let's watch this. Let's sit there and argue with people. So, yeah. Um, I said, I was like, yeah, the Iron Giant, that, that looks good. Cause I figured animation, it's still in the same vibe and the same, they, they wanted something funny and light. Yeah. But, I know from, you know, geek culture, yo, this is a good, this is a good yes, one. Yes, yes. So we watched it. I'm talking about everybody was like, literally like wiping <laughs> your eyes and yeah. like, oh, no, they, it doesn't pull punches. Oh man. No, it's serious. so good. I love that movie. Like the whole, I am not a gun. Right. Like, doesn't you want know, to be a weapon. Oh man. Yeah. yeah so yeah, good. Yeah. Watch I, it. I, I remember when I first found out that was Vin Diesel who did the voice for the giant, for the Iron Giant. And it was like all of the things that I liked at, uh, as a, as a, I don't know, in early 20s, loving Fast and Furious and, and, and as a teenager, congealed with the things that I liked when I was a kid. Yeah. When I first watched the Iron Giant, it was like, oh my God, Vin Diesel has been present with me for longer than I ever knew. Vin Diesel's your Jiminy Cricket? And then, yeah. Oh, you know, oh my God. I'm putting this together right now. We did it. Hold on. Vin Diesel wrote the foreword for a Dungeons and Dragons manual. This is really deep. I think deep. it was a dungeon manual. This is getting really uh, deep. Uh, like the, the Dungeon Master's Guide. He wrote the foreword because he used to play D&D. And not that long ago, footage of Vin Diesel at a toys trade show playing with street sharks oh. surfaced on the internet. Yeah. And I had street sharks. Mm-hmm. Vin Diesel is your my, twin brother. Is my Patronus. Vin Diesel is my 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 spirit guide. Wow, he's been with me this whole time, up to and including uh, Fast and the Furious Seven. What yeah, last one yeah. seven. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should like celebrate and be happy for you, uh-huh. or pray for you and be scared. <laughs> I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know which way to go. If you, if you let you me pray, know what to do. If you pray to me, 
Yeah, or, or pray for me. It's it's going to fall upon Vin Diesel's ears. Oh, You'll be like, I'm a, I have to help him. <laughs> yeah. So either way, it doesn't really matter. It goes back to him. Yeah, I'm feeling good about that. Uh, you watched Iron Giant over yes. the weekend. Yes, I did. Brought a tear to your eye. Yes. You know what brought a tear to my eye? I bet I can guess. Spider Man. Mm. Spider Man. Now wait a minute. Did you watch the Civil War trailer? Heck no, I didn't watch the Civil War trailer. Adam, you know I didn't watch that trailer. I know, I know, but I feel I feel morally obligated to ask you, did you experience this? I want to know. Did you experience this moment? Let's talk about what happened. Okay. The internet told me that there was a Civil War trailer out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. As the internet does. And they, it's t- like, they tell you hey, a yo, few times. Hey yo, Octavius, check this out. This thing's going on. You should probably look at it. So I'm like, oh, okay. I guess the trailer came out. Mm-hmm. So Adam texts me, yo, Ock, and then the link to YouTube link. And he goes, Spidey. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. They must have shown Spider-Man in the link. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like wrestling like, what do you do? I'm not going to watch this trailer. Uh-huh. And I'm like, do I have to watch it for the show? Do I need to do it for the culture? Is this your duty? Do I I really wrestle with that? Like, yeah. is this my responsibility as the co-host of a geek culture podcast? Do I need to watch it or can I live vicariously through Adam um Jackhammer Tetris <laughs> <laughs> until <laughs> you know we actually see it in the theater? Yeah. So he sent me the picture of Spidey and he said, That's all you need to see. I got it right here. I'm I'm looking at it on my computer right and now. And I saw it. And it's, it, it, I mean, it's it, a beautiful thing. It looks fly. It? it looks, yeah, it looks crazy. Uh, crazy I'm, in a good way. I, I, I really, I really had a moment when I saw it. The trailer is very exciting. I know mm-hmm. you're not going to watch the trailer mm-hmm. and there's no sense in talking about what happens in the trailer, but mm-hmm. it's a very exciting trailer. So it was good and satisfying on its own. You're in. I'm in. You're all the way in. You are already in though. Oh, uh, right there at the end. Tony Stark is like, all right, I got enough of this. Hey, underoos. And you see the web come down and grab the shield out of Cap's hand and kind of like wrap his hands up. And then he flips around and le- does that superhero landing. Boom. That Deadpool superhero landing. Look, he's going to do He's going to do it. And That's- he's holding Cap's shield. Yeah. That is the most brilliant move Marvel could have made because they're like, look, we got him. Only in our movies, yeah. Can you see this? Yeah, Spider-Man holding Cap's shield. Well, ex- well, okay, okay, okay. Only in that their movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it, the the suit is perfect, and the eyes, he, they they now, retract. Let's, let's talk about this. If you guys, depending upon how anti-spoilers you are, Adam's going to talk a little bit about the suit. Yeah, special cloth alert. I'm going to talk about <laughs> the apparel. Yeah. So I don't want to ruin anyone's experience, so I'm sensitive to that. Yeah. But I do think it, it's got to be next to impossible to be a geek fan and avoid any knowledge of what Spider-Man looks like from this trailer. Mm-hmm. But I will say it is the most classic version of the suit, maybe the most like perfected point. version of the Spider-Man suit, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it, it goes so far as to like really grab... The, the the Spidey from the comics that we haven't actually seen and put it in a movie. Yeah. Because when you think about the Spider-Man that we've seen in all the other movies, you know, they, they look like guy in a suit and they look cool. Yeah. But it's like, okay, that's the movie version. Right, right. That's my Spidey movie version. Yeah. 
And uh, I was on geek.com. This was a, 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 an article that was uh, recommended to me from Brian over at Brave New Worlds, my yeah. comic shop right here in Philly. Shout out to Brian. Shout out to Brave New Worlds. Yeah. And he sent me this, this article on geek.com, and it's got a breakdown of what all of the Spider-Man suits have looked like throughout every movie appearance. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating. It is fascinating. All the different textures, like sometimes the lines pop out. Sometimes the lines are caved in. Sometimes it looks like it's a suit that he made. Sometimes it's like CG. And this this one is just so unbelievably perfect. And it brought a tear to my eye. It was like seeing something that you didn't think you could see. Like, Mm -hmm. I I, I didn't think I could ever imagine this. Now, here's the the moment right now. Here's the thing for me. The eyes squint. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that leads me to believe we're dealing with Stark Tech. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think you're right. I don't need to know anything else until I see the movie. I think you're right. But like, we're not doing Deadpool. This is a joke, and we all know it's a joke. Like, that's not the cinematic universe that Marvel has created, right? Where there's just going to be one guy whose costume, just like that, seems like it would be something that Tony Stark had some sort of hand in, or some sort of like super technical, yeah. you know, advanced technology suit, which now, is interesting. On that tip, in the Civil War comics, uh, right. Peter, Peter Parker is is kicking it with Tony Stark's, with, with Team Iron Man for a little while, mm-hmm. such that Iron Man actually produces a new suit for him. Yes. The Iron Spider. Now, they, they, have you seen this? That someone recreated the Iron Spider suit in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So he's got the Iron Spider suit. Right. I don't think we're going to see that. I mean, I think that I think that what we've seen is what we're looking at now. Oh, somebody actually also did that with Miles. Yeah, well, we we yeah. got a Miles Morales. Yeah, well, of, of a fan mock-up, a fan-made Miles of Morales. Miles Morales. Man, that would be something. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, but it's super exciting. I'm in. I'm ready to go. Yep. You got my money. Yep. Sign me up. Yep. Uh, also, Crossbones was in the trailer. This, uh, I think, the first time we've seen Crossbones okay. make a debut in the trailer. And I heard a rumor that Zemo is going to be the villain. Okay. Not Crossbones. Okay. But Zemo would be the ultimate villain, Baron Zemo. Gotcha. He's like Cap's like ultra, ultra, ultra bad guy next to uh, Red, Red Skull. Skull. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting stuff. We have a lot of secrets waiting for us in the movie. Yeah, you, you you said it. You got my money. I'm done. Got it. Just show me the movie. Staying with Marvel. Uh-huh. Moving on, though. Luke Cage has a release date for yeah. Netflix. Yeah. September 30th, my birthday month. Yeah. Supposedly, Luke... Not supposedly. That's what it is. That's what he said, right? I believe so. How do you feel about that? I'm excited. I'm very excited, especially given that we know we're getting an Iron Fist show, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that we'll see more details about the Iron Fist show as we get closer to the Luke Cage show. It would make sense that we would probably probably meet Luke Cage. I mean, probably meet Danny Rand, yeah. Iron Fist in the Luke Cage right, show. Right. Maybe we'll get a little cameo. We get a Back, sneak peek. backstory. Maybe they meet. Maybe they know each other from the past. Well, no, they probably meet because they're not here's for hire, here's for hire yet. Yeah. I'm really excited. I I liked Luke Cage in Jessica Jones. I wish we got more Luke Cage in Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. and we're going to get exactly that. So as as far as I'm concerned, this is just well. Now that I have the date, I just have to sit around and wait for it. Well, that's the double edged sword. You're like, yeah, it's real, but dang. But you got stuff in between. Here's my only thing that I want to see. The, my only little piece. What's this from Luke Cage that I've seen since Jessica Jones? Mm-hmm. 
To me, the fight scenes in Jessica Jones with Luke Cage were really stiff, kind of cheesy. Okay. Even. Okay. Now, Deadpool, he's flipping and whipping stuff around and smacking people and very, very like martial artists, whip, whip, jump, jump, boom, 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 well, boom. Well, let's think about it's more similar budgets though. Right. Like what about the fight scenes in Daredevil? Did you like those? Well, what did I just say? Did I say Daredevil? Uh, in Deadpool. Oh, my bad. I yeah. meant to say Daredevil. Oh, okay. Well, I meant yeah, to say yeah, Daredevil. Okay. Yeah, you're me. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So the, the fight scenes in Daredevil were crazy. Were awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were excellent. But it just, now somebody pointed out to me and I was like, okay, I understand what you're saying. You got to think about the fact that Luke Cage has indestructible skin and crazy strength. He doesn't need to jump and whip and flip around. Like, yeah. he, why would he do that? You you stab him with something, nothing happens. Yeah. But even still, I just want to make, I, I want to see Luke Cage go ham sandwich and give us awesome fight scenes. Because that was my, that was really like my pushback on Jessica Jones. It's like, eh, he's fine. Scenes are kind of, uh. well, it kind of makes, I don't you really wonder. believe it. I don't, I don't buy it. It, it makes mean? you wonder how, how are they going to raise the stakes? If you have power man, Luke Cage going yeah. toe to toe with someone who can't, you know, they can't even penetrate his skin. Right. They, you they, punch him and he's just like, Ugh. right. So they, they have Why to get bother? pretty creative with making sure that there is actual character drama present that you care about. And also making him go up against villains who can, do something to him. Look, I'm in. Right, I already got. I'm, a, I'm I already got Netflix. I'm definitely watching Daredevil season two. That's mm-hmm. coming up on Friday. What is your binge plan, Adam? That's a good question. I, I have a really full weekend of things that I have to do, mm-hmm. which means I'm not going to be able to binge Daredevil until Sunday evening. Really? Like I'm I'm not going to be able to start until Sunday. I might so, be done by Sunday evening. No. Really? Who knows, man? It all yeah. depends. What is it? What are we getting? 10 episodes? 13 episodes? Something like that. <sighs> I don't know yet. Somewhere between those two. We're going to find out at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Wait. Or no, that's tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, tomorrow yeah, we'll, yeah, find yeah. Out. we'll find out uh, tomorrow night or Friday morning, rather. I can't wait. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for season two of, uh, of Daredevil. I, I got nothing to say other than, sorry, take my phone calls. I can't hang out with anybody. I'll see you. <laughs> Unless you're standing right next to me, <laughs> eyes bleeding, yeah. eating popcorn, going, want to know what happens next? <laughs> <laughs> Hit play on the next episode. All right. Speaking of what happens next, how do you feel about Indiana Jones and the future of Indiana Jones? <sighs> Wow. Uh, okay, that's cool. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, you have three years to turn that up. Do you take that reaction? You get you get three years to amplify that. Because uh, the hype machine is coming and it has begun. Well, they officially. got a job to do. They got a job to do. Because I'm gonna tell you, when I was a young kid, I remember the first movies I remember seeing. I don't know what the first movies I saw. First movies I remember seeing are E.T. and Indiana Jones. Mm. Those like like the ones I can recall VHS tape putting it in the VCR internet yep. Google it I know you don't know what I'm talking about yeah yeah but yeah. you v- know C R spell it out there it is um that's what like I love those movies but that last one the 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 Crystal Skull yeah I was and, no. and Harrison Ford is you know what I mean like that's an active role yeah like you're not a spring chicken anymore no. old head like you out here. You know what I mean? Hobbling around. You done lost the step. But that doesn't mean they can't make a good movie. Uh-huh. You know? 
So my honest reaction is, uh, well, I guess we'll see. Sell me Lucasfilm. Sell me. All right. So the excitement comes from the fact that Indiana Jones has been announced to get a new movie in 2019. And not only is Harrison Ford coming back to reprise the role, but Steven Spielberg is going to be directing the movie. So you'd think with the two of them working on the project together, they, they, this has to be a win-win. Now, who directed the last one? Uh, I think Spielberg wasn't actually the, the person who was in charge of everything. Let me see. I'm, I, I'm typing things into my computer I wish I never had to, which is right. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. And like I, I thought maybe I would be able to get out of my life without ever having to look up information about Not this Not when movie. you're on Comic Book Junto. This All things what, are possible. Yeah, this is what I do. This is what I have to do. Uh, it was Spielberg. So he he directed that one too. So <laughs> yeah. that was, a, I was like, oh, maybe um, we're going to go in a different direction. Uh, but I don't know. All right. So no, we're not excited anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was hoping that he didn't do the last one. So this new one, you know, he was doing it like, oh, we're going to go back to what we loved. There's a Disney exec somewhere who's just like, no, 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 no. Give me three years. This is going to be different. It, I hope this so. is going to be different. Because I, because I'm, like, hear me out. I got Shia. Okay. I got Shia. He's going to be running. He's back. Fast. <laughs> He's back. Running. Yeah. A lot. Uh, would you see the movie if they confirm that Shia LaBeouf is going to be in it again? I don't know. What if, what if they do a, a mashup? It's Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Transformers with the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. 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 Now what if doing, it's something like that? Now you're doing way too doggone much. I'm just saying way too much is going on. All right. Can you imagine? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, it's too far out. I haven't seen anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and my love for Indiana Jones is there, but it's definitely like more of a retro love. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a current love. Uh-huh. It's not something that currently. It had its time. It's it's a memory of like, oh, Indiana Jones is on. It's like Karate Kid, mm-hmm. like the original Karate Kid. Like, that's like a retro love. Like, oh, that's on. I love that. But if someone's like, we're bringing this. What about Ralph, Jaden Smith? We're bringing. No, sir. No. No, on. sir. Hey, look, I thought the Karate Kid with Jaden was a lot better than it deserved to be. It was not the Karate Kid. Uh, I don't know if I'm being that guy, uh, but the Karate Kid was not about knowing karate. Is it this was about not him about being black? Yes. Is that what this is? <laughs> no. Is that what this is? Karate Kid was not about a guy who was good at karate. Uh-huh. That's why I didn't like it. Daniel's son was bad at karate. Yeah. It's about who he became in the process. Yeah. It's about the journey of growth and development, his relationship with Mr. Miyagi. That's what it was about. The next karate kid or whatever the heck Jaden was doing with ja- with Jackie Chan, he up here doing <laughs> flipping spinning kicks. He's amazing at martial arts. Like that was not the point. Yeah. That was not the point. But what I was saying was, if you tell me Ralph Macchio, um, like you're bringing the actor who played Daniel son and you're bringing the actor that played Mr. Miyagi back to do another karate kid. Yeah. Even now I'd be like, ah, the time has passed. Really? Like, what are we about to do? Because they can't be like, you can't re maybe you can. So I'd be more interested in like, where are we going? Mm-hmm. Are we about to do a creed? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Cause do we want to see Rocky go for the championship again? Uh, Sure. I don't know. Yeah, so sure. let's see. Let's see where it goes. Okay. So 2019 is when we get to see Harrison Ford team up with uh, the Karate Kid. Can't wait for that <laughs> crossover. It's going to be right. spectacular. While we are speaking on Harrison Ford, 
Uh, let's go back to one of his other roles, mm-hmm. uh, a little known role, small role, small role, nothing special, nothing. Han big. Solo. Who? Han. So- How do you say it? Han. I've heard Han Solo. Some people say Han Solo. I'm a Han guy. You're a Han guy. Yeah. Let's say Han Dynasty. Han Solo. There we go. Han Solo is getting a movie in which we're going to see Han as a scamp. Young Young, young, young Han. Uh huh. Young Han. And uh, evidently, we are down to three potential actors to take on the role of mm-hmm. Young Han. I'm going to read them, and you tell me what you think. Okay. Okay. Uh, first one, Taron Egerton. Who? From Kingsman, The gotcha. Secret Service. Okay. Got it. Got him. Uh, he's also going to be in Eddie the Eagle. That's a movie. Got it. I know who that is. Uh, how about Alden Ehrenreich? What? He was in Hail Caesar. Nah, I ain't got nothing for uh, mo- Most recently. Mm-mm. Try this one over size. Jack Raynor. No. He was in, wait for it, Transformers Age of Extinction. Pro- I don't even the know. A- the talking. Age of Extinction. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. So those three. Okay. Here's what you need to know. Got it. Um, all three of them are white and, and right. They handsome white guys. Brunette. Yeah. Handsome young white guys. I don't know what else there is. I have nothing to say. Moving on. <laughs> all right. How about how about this one? As far as casting news, uh, are you a Tomb Raider fan? Yeah. The last yeah. game was dope. Yeah. Oh my God. The last game was dope. Yeah. Now, now the last two games have been dope. No. Excuse me. So the game before last, I played. Okay. The old Tomb Raider. I never played. No, never. No. Oh. I knew about it. Well, you know, you play it when you're at somebody's house or something like that. Yeah, sure. But I never played all the way through. My but, thing was, I really, really liked the very beginning of Tomb Raider because you start in her house. Mm-hmm. And there's an obstacle course outside of her because Lara Croft is 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 living in a mansion. She's got this obstacle course outside, and the idea was you got to do the obstacle course. That's how you learn the moves, of course, that you will use in the game. Yeah, I never got out of that. Yeah. I'm like stuck in the ropes. I'm like, help! <laughs> to this I day, I go home, I stop out. playing car soccer, and I'm like, I'm going to best <laughs> yeah. this game. Yeah. And you go home, yeah. head held low. When I'm not playing car soccer, I'm playing t- Lara Croft Super Pro Obstacle Course MLG 2K16. I'm loving it, too, <laughs> but I'm getting stuck on those ramps and jumps. <sighs> but I, I fondly remember playing that game. Uh-huh. I really like that franchise. And apparently we're gonna we're gonna get a new movie, and we had the Angelina Jolie movies, mm-hmm. which were I saw those, I saw them. Mm-hmm. I would say a probably the best review I can give of those movies is that I saw them. That's about right. That's I what I have them. for you. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> I was there. I was present. How'd you yeah. feel about it? I was there. No, I saw it. I was there. I mean, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Now, how do you feel about uh, another Star Wars star? Uh, if we're going back to the Han Solo thing for a second, Daisy Ridley as Lara Croft. I totally see it. Yeah. That is a fan cast in my mind, actually. Yes. Yes. And it's, and it's not something that I've been like saying and tweeting. Da, da, da. I wouldn't have expected it. Yeah. It's just something in my mind. I was like, oh, you know what? She could actually play. Like, who else could she play? Or what else should she play? Or, you know, yeah. I wonder what else she's planning. And I'm like, oh, she'd make a good Tomb Raider. Like, just a half-baked idea in my mind. When, yeah. when I heard about it, I was like, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I get it. I see it. She can definitely do it. We've seen it from Star Wars, The Force Awakens. She... Is, now, is this official? No, 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 no. So I, I think this is the sort of thing where people are just 
talk that talk, right? Uh, b- people are putting that out there. So maybe this will manifest into something, uh-huh. but I'm going to say this is along the same lines of people saying Idris Elba is going to be the next bond, oh, which is the sort okay. of thing where you're like, okay, I could see how that is possible, right? but I don't actually think any momentum is behind that. Mm-hmm. However, I think there ought to be momentum behind that. Yeah. I want Daisy Ridley as Lara Croft. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. I think she's, she's a, a great uh, she's poised to be a great action star. I think so. And she was awesome in star Wars episode seven. I, I, I loved Ray. I want to see Daisy Ridley in more movies. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah. As far as that goes. Next topic, Todd McFarlane <laughs> has confirmed while wearing shades inside. Yeah. That the new spawn movie script is written. Mm-hmm. Um, He's trying to narrow it down a couple more pages. He's got 130 some pages. That's right. From what we, from what I'm reading, it's like each page is like a minute. Yeah, of the movie. In the movie business, uh, a lot of executives would say one page of script would equal, you know, roughly a minute. Right. And uh, evidently, he has written originally. He wrote a script that was like 140 some pages, mm-hmm. and they're like, no, 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 no. And he's cutting it down to 130 some. Right. And. Uh, 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 and now it's down to 120. We're looking at an R rating. Yes. So we're not yeah. officially like, yeah, it's going to be made and it is officially in production. But we are at the place where it's like, okay, we're interested in making this, make some more edits, and let's move forward and see what we can make happen. Yeah, correct. And from what we were talking about in our, you know, some of the past episodes about this new kind of specter spawn rated R, like the boogeyman kind, kind of, of like thing. a horror movie sort yeah. of thing more, yeah. more subtle. Yeah. I'm in. I'm, I'm excited. In. Let's see where we go. I, I am. I'm also really excited because in the video, well, okay. First of all, let's take a step back. He made this announcement over the Facebook live video feature. Yeah. So he was like, Hey, you're streaming now with Todd McFarlane. First of all, um, what's with the shades? Why your man got shades on his eye? You're in your office. Hey, uh, uh, look here, uh, pal. You know you're in the uh, inside, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the lights and uh, it's kind of bright in here. You turn the brightness down on your. But uh, you know, you don't gotta wear the shades on the inside. Paulie, Tommy, Nikki, Vinny, this guy over here with the shades. What do you think about this? Yeah, guy? Wait, what are Paulie and Tommy doing in that office? I ain't got shades on. I tell you that. Okay. Eating a slice. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You know. All right. And uh, this guy's got the shades on. I mean, good yeah. comics. I like him. You know, but. Uh, Take the shades off, pal. Take them off. A lot of a lot of blue collar work in this <laughs> office, huh? A lot of union work in this office. Yeah, you okay. know. Okay, good. Thanks good, for good. stopping by, Paul. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I I'm curious what he's what he's doing. I wish he would have integrated that into the announcement. I wish he would have taken the shades. Maybe no, no. Okay, look, look at me eye to eye. He's, he's looking at his script and he's like, "Oh my god, this is, fire! This is so hot, fire! <laughs> Gotta put my shades on. It's so hot." Uh, Woo! I would like to know uh, who he thinks might get cast because he's mm. a he wrote this movie. Yeah, and I'm curious. He wants to direct it. I'm curious what that what that person thinks. You know, when you're writing a character, I think you you picture who you want to be speaking those lines. Yeah. Right. I'm making assumptions here. I don't know. I haven't written a script, but I I want to know who Todd McFarlane would would put in place as Al Simmons. Yeah. And the thing that really intrigues me as I was watching the video is you, you get to see just a glimpse of the script. And I see the name Twitch in the script a bunch of different times, 
which is very exciting to me. Yeah. Because I remember when I was a kid and collecting Spawn toys, the Spawn set that I wanted so badly was the two police, uh, the two detectives, Sam and Twitch. And uh, if if my buddy Matt, my, my childhood friend Matt, is listening to this now. Of we course looked, he is. We looked up and... By the way, Matt, thanks for the five stars. And Appreciate that, brother. Way to go. He and I, and more specifically, our mothers, looked everywhere for Sam and Twitch action figures. Really? Never got them. Never got them. So I'm seeing the, the screen and I'm seeing Twitch and I'm thinking, Twitch, now I want that toy again. I'm, I'm, I'm like transporting myself. Might come back. Yeah. Might come back around. I'll see the movie. I'll buy the action figure. Woo wop da bam. That's there it. There we go. Mm-hmm. Now check this out. Check this out, internet. Try me. Comic books. Comic books. Comic books have made their way into the White House. Tell them, Adam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Supreme Court nominee uh, has been the nominee has been made by Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. We this was a controversial piece of information because we know there are a lot of people who didn't want Obama to make a nomination for uh, who would step in for a Supreme court. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, there has been a nominee made and his name is Merrick Garland and Merrick Garland is Merrick, qualified. Thank you for listening. Appreciate that. Oh yeah. Appreciate you, Merrick. Thanks for sending the tweets. Uh, Very I don't kind of you. We don't have a lot of time to answer all those questions. Yeah. But, uh, we do appreciate the tweets. Yes. Thank you. Um, and now that you have a new job, probably close Twitter. There you go. You know, keep overcast on. And then and keep listening to this. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But you yeah, need yeah, to be yeah. focused. On you got you got work. You got work to do. Merrick Garland is notable because Merrick Garland used to be a comic book collector, mm-hmm. and Obama, in his speech, in naming Merrick as his nomination for Supreme Court, he actually mentions that Merrick bought his way into law school by selling his comics, and uh, Merrick here sold his comics to pay for. Uh, his way through school. There it is. There's the there's the impersonation. So uh, we've got to understand that comics are important. Thank That's you. all I've got. Thank you. I really appreciate you being here, Mr. President. Uh, I gotta go. Thank you. You have you, do you have any? All right. Pre- that's enough. Thank you. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Go. Okay. That's that's the end of it. Okay. He's gone. Oh, he's gone. Dang. I had so many questions. <laughs> hey, I, I mean, he stopped in for a second. Uh, President Obama. Thank you for stopping through. That's incredible. But um, what a guy. He's a kind guy. I, I like this. How did of, he get in here? I like that. Um, don't, I don't know. Don't know. Did he just like bamf in? He can bamf. Like okay, fair enough. Okay, yeah. I get it now. Yeah, yeah. That's how he's always in different states. He doesn't even need the Air Force One. Exactly. They're like, could you just do it for formality's sake? Can we just have a picture of you walking into the plane? He's like, he's nah, like, nah, player. I don't need to do it. I don't it. need it. I don't need to do I'm it. I'm different. I'm a mutant. <laughs> I'm different. I, I'm excited about this piece of news because... Comics are getting mentioned by the president yeah. of the United States. Yeah. I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. And we know from the past, Obama has gone out and said that he was a Spider-Man fan and a Conan the Barbarian fan. And that just goes to show, like you always hear us say, geek culture is something to be taken seriously. It's, it's everywhere. It's, it, it's everywhere. Yeah. 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 It is in the White House and it is also in the toy aisle. Of course it is. In Target. Yeah. And Walmart. Everywhere. And James Way, which was a store that I grew up with. What? Rest in peace, James Way. I don't even know. I don't know James. Don't worry about it. All right. His way is over. Got you. Uh, th- the reason I'm talking about toys now is uh, because of Disney Infinity. Have you ever heard of Disney Infinity? Yes, I have. You have? Mm-hmm. 
Have you ever played it? Haven't played it, but I've watched I've watched people play it. Yeah, and actually looks pretty cool. It does. I, I don't quite understand how it works. I don't know. But you know, I haven't invested my own money in it, so I would have lost a lot of money if Disney Infinity were around when I was a kid. I or your been, parents would have lost a lot of money. I, my parents, yeah, my, my parents would be, I'd be like, mom, 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 Sam and Twitch is so over. I'm about Disney Infinity now. Right. And here's what I need you to do. I need you to go to the store and I need you to pick up all of the women characters from the store. Uh-oh, you can't because mm. there are very few of them. How, how many and that's we got? What, there's two. That's, the, that's what this story is about. People are upset, understandably so, mm-hmm. because in the Disney Infinity universe, there are many, many characters, the, the Marvel Unlimited character set. You can buy these action figures and use the action figures to, like, uh, what, move? You can, like, put them in the game. Yeah, you put them so in the game. you take one of the little, like, figurines off, and then yeah. you put it, the another one on, and that puts a different character in the Right, game. they have these little platforms, you put it on this, John, and it, it, it reads, and, and now you have that character in the game. Right. And... Unfortunately, there are many action figures that you can buy that are all all the dudes, all the guys you expect. But there are only two characters that are women that you can buy. And people are a little uh, upset about the fact that you can get two, three different versions of Iron Man, three different versions of Spider-Man, three different versions of Captain America. But there are only two ladies. I think it's Gamora and uh, Black Widow. Yeah. There are so many more than that. There is. Why, why not incorporate those? And I think the thing that's interesting is the response is, we hear you, we're working on it. And it's like... How do you feel about that response, by the way? <sighs> well, I think that response is like when your parents tell you to wash the dishes and you go, okay, I'll do that. And you don't wash the dishes and they come in and go, why didn't you wash the dishes? And you go, I forgot. I hear you. I'm working on it. Like clean your room. I hear you. I'm working on it. You know what I mean? Wash the car. I hear you. I'm working on it. I it's would, like it's, I, it's, I, it's, I, it's I been smacked. It's only so many times that that's gonna work. Yeah. You know, like the yeah. first time you might be like, okay, cool. You know, maybe they forgot or but it starts to get to the point where you feel like you're just being pacified okay. because you are the one with the power. So it's one thing if you were to tell me, hey, there's a strategy behind what we're doing. Yeah. We have a plan. Here's what the future looks like. Here's how we plan on incorporating women into da-da-da-da-da. You're not saying all that. You're just yeah. saying, we hear you. We're working on it. And it's like, it sounds like a shut-up tactic. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's exactly how it, I'm taking it. Yeah. I'm not taking it as genuine. No. Because if you wanted to, you would. I, this is the quote, and this quote comes from the art and creative director, Jeff Bunker uh, from Disney Interactive. This is the quote that he told comicbook.com. He says, I will tell you personally, I am very aware of that, referring to the issue mm-hmm. at hand. I am very aware of that, and we definitely want to make that right. I'll go that far. So here's what I want you to imagine, Octavius. Okay. You are in the kitchen, big old stack of dirty dishes. Your, your mother walks into the kitchen and she sa- she looks at the dishes and she says, Octavius, did you do the dishes? Why did you not do the dishes? Uh-huh. And you turn to her and you say, I will tell you that personally, <laughs> I am very aware of this and I definitely want to make that right. I will go that far. Well, how she responds. Boy, if you don't get in there and wash them dishes. <laughs> Let me come in here one more time. These dishes not be washed. You think I'm, pl- come here, look at, come here, come here, boy. Look oh, at me. Yeah. Come yeah. here. You think I'm playing with you? 
Do you think this is a game? This is that she does the eye contact thing. Oh, right? oh yeah. Pierces she, right in your she stole. ain't playing. No. You'd be like, gosh, it's just dishes. Yeah. I mean, that's that's that when you put it that way, it's like that's probably the response. You'd be like, no, you're not serious. Yeah. You're not serious. Now, on the, the opposite side of this, because for, for every time I bring up a grievance, I, I would like to also be able to counter that with something that's optimistic yeah. and positive and progressive. Uh, on the opposite side of this, we've talked in a former episode, uh, previous episode, about the lack of Star Wars figures. Like, Ray, Daisy Ridley's character, was was not being made into action figures, not being sold in a lot of action figure sets. Right. And that's really upsetting. And that was also happening to Black Widow. Mm-hmm. When Avengers 2 came out yeah. in theaters, there are a lot of sets of all the characters that you can buy, or all these little apparels, T-shirts, uh, napkins, party favors, that have napkins. Hulk, Iron Man, Cap. They've, they've got everyone except... Black Widow. Now, apparently, that is being corrected, which is really nice, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. Um, The new Captain America movie is coming out pretty soon, and we're already seeing a lot of uh, Black Widow-centric action figure sets that are being advertised. I don't know if they've hit stores yet. But we're seeing way, way more. Um, got Legos. Yeah, we we got Legos. She has her own set. There's a Miss, Mrs. Potato Head Black Widow. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a look. Funko Pop. A Funko Pop. So Widow is a little more on the scene. And I think it 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 stands her, to be... Her new comic, as you guys have heard, if you listened to our last episode of Comic Book Junto, episode which is 11. Yeah. Fantastic. Book of the week last week, and it was amazing. Uh, so she's a little more on the scene. So hats off to uh, what I think it's Mattel who is behind this or Hasbro Mattel and Hasbro. Well, every, pretty much probably whoever has the license yeah. to make stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's kudos Hasbro Mattel. You, it, this is different from saying we hear you and we're making a change because the, because what's action? Because what you want is action. You want to see something. It's yeah. like I remember my mom would say, "Show me, mm. show me." Uh, I really, pro- I, I, I take, uh, uh-uh. stop, stop. Show me. Yeah, I don't want to hear it anymore. I've been told that many times. I do not want to hear it. Show me. I believe it when I see it. Yeah. And uh, moving on to our last little piece of news, I'm excited to see. Through action, that they are putting out a whole heap of Black Panther merch. Yes. Coming up for the 50th anniversary of Black Panther, for his first um, appearance in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. T'Challa is going to be all over the place. We got Lego sets that he's going to be in. We got Mm -hmm. Funko Pops. We got Mm -hmm. t shirts. We got clothing. We got all kinds of stuff. They're going to go out of their way to like put out stuff to celebrate this character. And I'm very excited about that. I'm excited to like proudly wear Black Panther stuff. Yeah, me too. And buy Black Panther stuff. Yeah, me too. That is really exciting. When we go when we go through the uh, pull list, I'll uh, talk about a little something I picked up that's Black Panther focused. Today? Today's pull list? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's it for the news. That's it. it that was, it felt like a breezy news. And we, we, we usually, we, we take a good old time. That felt breezy. Yeah. Well, it was still like 40 minutes, though. Oh, dang. (laughs) (laughs) It just means we felt good. We was vibing. We was flowing. Well, what we're getting into now is going to be the talkback section, where we really, really, really appreciate it 
when you guys talk back to us. It means the world to us mm-hmm. when you send us emails, when you use the hashtag, 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 ask, the hash brown. C- use the hash brown, ask CBJ, send us the emails. It really means a lot, means a lot to us. So if you want us to answer one of your questions or just address a thought that you brought up, use hashtag ask CBJ yeah. on Twitter. Um, and you can also shoot us an email, comicbookjunto, J-U-N-T-O, at B3A-R-F-R-U-I-T dot com. Yeah, we are about to show you through action that you asking questions means we will answer them in the show. Yeah, we want we want our friends to talk back to us. We don't want to just talk out into the dark. No. I mean, some real stuff. Can I be transparent real quick? Oh, uh, please. It's like talking into the dark. Yeah. Like, um, for, for real, for real, for real. Being a podcaster, you're like... All you see is plays and downloads, but yeah. you're like, do you like it? Did you not like it? So we want to acknowledge people who are talking back to us and say, we really appreciate you talking back to us and we care. We want to talk to you. Yeah. So that's a good do- point, actually. You know, we, when we record an episode, do you, do you listen to our episodes once we've recorded? Absolutely. And I laugh my face off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, because you know what, man? I don't think myself like, oh, you know, I'm funny. Yeah. But. We're funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I listen I listen to our episodes and sometimes I'll talk to somebody about something, something like uh about the Civil War trailer or or maybe something that we covered, uh the Hateful Eight, the review that we did, a one yeah. shot of, yeah. right? And I'll talk to somebody about some uh something relevant that we've covered in our show. And that person would be like, Have you seen Hateful Eight? And I'll think I'm like, dang, this is a person who has not listened to comic book Junto. And then I have this moment where I'm like I'm not going to answer you right now. I'm going to refer you to my my formal answers as recorded on the afternoon of a Saturday in Indy Hall. Yeah, our studio, and it's it's a funny thing because I I I want to find out what that person's opinion is of what you and I are doing, mm-hmm. so that person can talk to me about yeah, it. Yeah, and we can broadcast because that's what we have the resources to do. Right. right. Uh, so. I love knowing that people are listening. I love it when someone tweets at us and uses uses the hashtag AskCBJ, uh, and I'm excited to get into the talk back now. Do you want to read them? Let's well, let's let's do it together. Okay, I will, I'll let you read the last one. Uh, yeah, yeah. The last one is a special one. Save that for me. Okay, so first one we've got Wild Thirty Seven at Wild Thirty Seven. Shout out to you. Um, hashtag AskCBJ. Why does Adam Tedderis love Rob Liefeld. Oh, come on. I mean, man thing so much. Uh, Tell him, Adam. <laughs> shout out to you for asking. Appreciate that. Yeah, shout out. Okay, look. I, which What am I answering here? Why do I love Rob, Rob Liefeld? Uh, I think I there's some sarcasm. I don't. Uh, so, yeah. I, I, why do I love Rob Liefeld? Let me, let me take the sarcasm and approach it authentically okay i love pouches i love what he does with his pouch situation okay great guy so that's my answer. Pouch, his pouches brought us an amazing r-rated movie that's true they gave us dead look what pouches did a great look what pouches did come on now hashtag look what pouches did there you go yeah that's going on a shirt <laughs> <laughs> so many shirts uh man thing why do i love man thing so much man that, that's a whole episode of comic book junto we've already done that we've we've already done uh, the the reason is because the sky is blue and grass is green. Well, give him the sixty second shot clock version. Real sixty quick. second shot clock. He is the most fascinating character that has been passed around from writer to writer to writer, who doesn't under who don't understand the the, the abilities of of the storytelling having to do with Man Thing. Man Thing is 
interesting because he plays off of the characters around him. And also he looked cool. He's got a sweet trunk made of roots. And, 30 seconds. And he touches people. And if they know fear, they burn to a crisp. He's the best. I like, here's the thing. Paradox of choice. When you have too many options, it's mm-hmm. almost like you don't do anything. Okay. Right? Like, you know, you, when you, when you're browsing through Netflix and you're like, I have so many things to look Paralyzing. at. You do nothing. Yeah. It's paralyzing. When someone asks me, what do you like about man thing? I think there are too many reasons. I can't okay. even get into it. Okay. But what do you need to know with, in my heart of hearts? Mm-hmm. He's Tell my him. favorite character of all time. Okay. And I bought a book with him in it today, and I'm excited to talk about that during the pool list. That's good enough. That's good. I'll take it. All right. I'm, I'm going to th- lob this one at you. All right. Uh, this one comes from at Smug Z. He says, hashtag ask CBJ at Comic Book Junto, and he tags all of us. If you made a character that was a hyperbolic version of you, what would they be like? First of all, Smugsy, what does hyperbolic mean? Okay? <laughs> it's big words. Should we, wait, you, we, we should wait for him to answer. Yeah. No, no. no. <laughs> we had in next week. Want to find out what happens next? No, we Googled it. Okay, so I think we'll be funny. So what does hyperbolic mean, actually? All right, so uh, hyperbolic ha- having to do with hyperbole. So when something is mm-hmm. exaggerated, mm-hmm. something is uh, taking your characteristic or is something observable and really blowing it up. Right. Making it big. Right. Mm-hmm. Why don't we answer this for each other? Oh, that's a good idea. That would be fun. That's a good idea. Okay, so why don't I start out with you? Hit me. So, hyperbolic uh, gas chamber version of you. Yeah. Um, the gas chamber version. <laughs> so, one of your special powers is passive-aggressive sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a good superpower. <laughs> one of your that's one of your powers. It's, it's passive aggressive sarcasm and your jokes are like the five finger death touch. So like you crack a joke at someone and they're getting ready to like power up and fight you and you make a comment about them. It doesn't affect them right away uh, because they don't get it. Yeah. But by the time they're getting ready to strike you, they start to go, "Wait a minute. What did he just say to me?" And that's when you make your move. Oh yeah, wow. That's yeah. one of your powers. That's that's I like that. There you go. I like that. I like that. And the other thing about you is um another power here. Mm-hmm. You've got this pink hair that's distracting. Oh God. St- <laughs> Walk with me, Adam. Walk with me. This is my I'm making yes, this character. And. Yes, and okay. Yes, and. Yeah. Okay, you got this pink hair. Yeah. Cause see, your whole thing is about this, you know, distracting people and kind of like <laughs> You know, they walk up on you and they think you're a sucker. They're like, who is this guy? (laughs) You know what I mean? And then they start recognizing things about you. So you're just sitting there. You're kind of just like, you know, picking food out of your your teeth and stuff like that. Uh And they're getting uh ready to hit you. And they're like, look at that pink hair. Okay. I wonder what possessed him to do that. Uh And you make your move. Yeah. You're just an unassuming guy. That's what I got for you. Okay. All right. Look, I receive your appraisal. Right. Of my 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 cartoon comic book self, yeah, and I thank you, and a pizza sweater. But your pizza sweater <laughs> is actually made out of pizza. Oh wow, that's it's wow, actually wow, it's wow. actually real pizza. Cool, I like that. That you eat and it regenerates. Uh, there was a, there was a friend of mine who made me a birthday card one time, and it looks like the cover of a, a man thing comic book, mm-hmm. and drew me wearing a pizza sweater. And it appears that I'm shooting cheese out of my wrist. Oh my gosh, like a man thing kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So I can see that. There we go. All right, now, now I, I have to, I have to 
go for you. Got it. Are you ready? I'm looking forward to this. I have no clue where this is going. Okay, so Octavius rolls up to every scene on his motorcycle. Okay. Always on his motorcycle. And when there is danger, he's rolling up on his cycle. It looks awesome, but here's the thing. He takes... A long time. <laughs> Get that. He's getting the helmet off. Yeah. <laughs> He's taking his jacket. He puts his keys in the helmet. And all the heroes are like, yeah, Ock is here. But it's like, hold on, I need some time. <laughs> and, and then as soon right. as you, you you roll up on, let, let's say, okay, there's a there's a demon in the city. Right. Destroying buildings. Of course. And what is your power? Loud voice. You got that voice. It's booming. <laughs> Right, it's sonic, uh-huh. and it's not just that, but you have these arresting phrases. Mm. Like you ask questions that the <laughs> demons just like, oh wow, I haven't even thought about it like that. And you make that demon look inside of mm-hmm. itself, yeah, deep it's, down on the inside. Uh huh, uh huh. So you, it's it's not just the volume of your voice, but it's it's also the words that you say that just arrest people in their state and force them to reconcile with their inner selves. Right? Just turn them on themselves. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And tagline? Here's your tagline. Tell me more. <laughs> I am the such and such of so-and-so. I, I have come here to destroy your world. You are no match for me. And what do you say? Huh. All right. Tell me more about that. Tell me more about that. <laughs> Tell me more about that. Yeah, oh, man. That's you. That's, that's what you're doing. That's funny. You're, you're providing a service. You're providing a service because honestly, what would happen in a normal situation, you have Sam Wilson fly in there, you have Miles Morales, you have Thor fly in there and they're walloping on these, on these bad guys, right? On these Cretans mm-hmm. and they put them in the raft, super prison, whatever, you know, right. throw them in the space. They'll be back. You know, they'll be back. Yeah. And here you got Ock rolling up and asking questions. And man. I talked to him. I say, you know what? Let's really think about, I want to think, I want, I want to know what, what, are, what are you going through that has you here? Is this really what you want to do? <laughs> No, seriously. I understand. Destroy the world, break everything. Da, 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 da. But think about it. Is this what you saw yourself doing when you were You're a right. small? You're right. I hadn't <laughs> thought about it. Like that. I thought I would well, smash some buildings. You but know, I miss, I, uh, I miss my mother. <laughs> I had never thought about it. Thank you so much. What is your name, Octavius? That's a cool name. My name is Mistopheles. It's not as cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Great question. That's a good look. That's a good oh, question. Oh, man. That's Thank great. Thank you, Smugsy. Uh, this, <laughs> right, this one's mine. Okay. Uh, this one comes from Twitter user at Lady Lex. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if that sounds familiar. Interesting. Uh, she says, hey, how to support a loved one who is deep with the nerd culture? Hashtag ask CBJ. Who, uh, how, how, how do you help a loved one? Who is deep in nerd culture? By the way, shout out to your wife who asked that question. Well, I think you keep doing what you're doing, wife. Sounds like sounds like she needs, you got it, babe. She needs some. She needs some assistance. You on the way? Well, you know, on some real stuff. Uh-huh. Like I think it's really just being willing to be a part and be present with that person. Mm. You know. Not being dismissive. Yeah. Just being, being willing to be present and be a part of what they're doing. Yeah. Do you want to go see Batman v Superman? Maybe you don't. You don't have to like it. Just be willing to participate. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear about how excited that Adam is or whomever that Spider-Man's eyes move? Maybe not. 
Yeah. But just be open and be willing. Yeah. You don't have to be 100% in, but it's helpful if you can find something in that culture that resonates with you. Maybe it's a certain character. Maybe it's a certain story. Maybe it's, you know, a certain this or that. Try to find something. Don't be fake. Yeah. Don't like, oh, yeah, yes. I'm going to just put on, you know, uh, Batman t-shirts and now I'm going to be, you know, super geek. Don't do that. But I would say genuinely look at the culture, ask questions, steep yourself in it a little bit, be inquisitive. Why? Simple question. Why do you like that so much? Mm. Open up that conversation. A geek's probably going to go, you want to know what I think about this? Like yeah. you really like, you seem to be really excited about Black Panther right now. Yeah. What, what, why, you know, what's got you so excited about that? And just listen. You don't have to know anything. You don't have to have an answer back. It's like, oh, thank you for, yeah, I, oh, that makes sense to me. It's That's about, a great start. I, th- I think it's about, it's about curiosity, right? Like, uh, if you have a loved one who is very in it, who loves something so much, who is passionate about something, we know geek culture is intricate and complicated, mm-hmm. and we are very passionate people. So sometimes we can get carried our uh, carried away ourselves, and a partner or a family member yeah. or a very close friend of friend, yours yeah. maybe doesn't have to endure all of that. But what is significant is finding happiness in their happiness. That's good, right? I don't necessarily need to understand the difference between uh, uh, Tim Drake and. Uh, Damien, Damien, right, and Dick Grayson. But um, man, I'm so happy that you you are into that. Yeah, and I'm so happy that you like explaining that to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's cool. You find happiness in that person's happiness. Yeah, that's it. That's a good start. That's all. And and I think the thing is, you can still be you, and you don't have to feel like you have to like not be yourself. Be honest. Be authentic. Yeah. yeah be real. And like sometimes if, you're going to have to... If you're not about it, maybe you're just waiting for something that you're about, you know? Like, but, hey, look, this is just not my thing. Is there anything along the lines of uh, not caped comics? Yeah. Not superheroes? Yeah. Give me a drama. Give me a, a, a romance. Give me some sci-fi. Give me... Right. You know, be, be curious. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. question. Great question. Yeah. Yeah. Good person, too. I like that person. You know what? Lady Lex. You on your way, Lady Lex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You all right with me. Uh, I think that that means this is time for us to finally make good on something that we we said we would do a little while ago. Yes, we did. And we, we talked about doing a who would win between Tim Drake, the aforementioned Tim Drake, and Miles Morales. Did this come, who who suggested this? Simba Sparks. This came from this came from the the uh, the the Lion Father. Right, right. <laughs> Simba Sparks. Kenny Sparks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shout out to Kenny. Thanks for submitting that question. So here's the thing. I've or been or that about, uh, matchup. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Kenny. I, I've been thinking about this. And rather, okay, how about rather than versus? Why don't we just talk it through? Yeah, you want to talk it through? Okay. Okay. So here's the deal. There is no way that Miles Morales doesn't win this for me. Okay. And. In my mind, my response to this question is 100% rooted in my fandom of Miles over Tim Drake. Oh. Because I don't know a lot about Tim Drake. Okay. And so I have to access that from like just cold information or on a Wikipedia page or on like a DC encyclopedia, mm-hmm. right? And that doesn't touch me. That, that, that doesn't affect me. So for me, I'm like, look, Miles is green. Miles is new. 
Miles is still getting the hang of, of being a superhero and the powers and everything, but I love Miles Morales. So Miles Morales wins this fight. Now, Adam, that's you, where I am. You, you got to do more than that. That's where I am. <laughs> you, and, but that's, all, that's it? I yeah. like that guy more. I, I love that guy. And for, for me, Tim Drake, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know enough about Tim Drake to even say, to even say. That'd be like saying, look, Octavius, it'd be like saying this, okay? okay? Be, somebody walks up to you and they say, all right, Oc, who wins in a fight? Your dude, Adam Jackhammer Tetris mm-hmm. or Paulie? And they're like, what do you even know about Paulie? Oh, uh, he's strong. All right. So what do you say? Paulie's just a stranger. You don't know him from a can of paint. Right. So who wins? You got to look at Paulie and see how Paulie looks. No, you got to put faith in your boy. <laughs> you just got to put faith in your boy. <laughs> you bet on your boy, no matter what. Are, are you? Are you, do you think? Do you think Tim Drake is the one who takes this one? Um, I no, I don't. No. Um, but see, Tim Drake is not Batman. That's right. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I think that it's hard. It's hard to answer honestly because. I am more leaning towards Miles Morales, mm-hmm. but I'm leaning towards Miles Morales because I'm thinking about like his powers, mm-hmm. his power sets. He like, has powers. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. He's got that like active camouflage. He's got the venom sting. Mm-hmm. He's got the superhuman strength. And I know Tim but Drake. The thing that Tim Drake has over him, I would say, would be wisdom, would be experience, being trained by Batman. Yeah. Um, so you can't I, discount that. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he's been trained by Batman and, um, it's hard. See what I'm trying not to do is I'm trying not to like give the credit of Batman to Tim Drake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, oh, let, let's, let me flip the script a little bit. Miles Morales doesn't have a mentor. Not really. You know, even his relationship with Spider-Man with Peter Parker isn't necessarily one of student teacher. You know, they, every once in a while they'll bump into one another and Miles be like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I hope I didn't mess anything up. Yeah. You know, uh, whereas the, from what I gather about Tim Drake, Tim Drake is significant because he was put through such endurance training by the man himself, the bat himself, uh, because Batman was so afraid that something horrible would happen to him after what happened to Dick Grayson. Right. So Tim Drake, he got put through the ringer. He was trained before he was allowed to do anything by Batman. So that's difficult to discount, being trained by Batman. Having a teacher who is Batman versus having no teacher whatsoever. You know what? Damn it. I'm talking myself into Tim Drake right Yeah, now. I think it's Tim Drake because like when... Because <clears throat> what just like, happened? I think hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Mm. And... I don't think that the Bat family gets dis- discredited just because they don't have powers. Mm-hmm. Their power is they work hard. Yeah. That's their power. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Barbara Gordon. Disciplined, Dick, Dick well trained. You know, Tim Drake, Jason Todd, Damian, Wayne. The whole thing about them is, is they'll outwork you. They'll outthink you. And as a family, as a squad, and as a culture, and as a heritage, that's what they do. So if Tim Drake comes home goes... Hey, Bruce, I got beat up by Miles Morales. Bruce is going to be like, what? That dude yeah. just got his powers. What are you talking about? Like, we've gone up against way crazier people. I'm going with Tim Drake. 
I'm going with Tim Drake. Tim Drake? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going with him. I'm Damn. because I think gadgets and all that kind of stuff, wisdom, pre-planning, um, resources, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. The thing about Miles is I could see Miles getting shaken up. I could see Miles getting thrown off his game. Because he's so green. Because he's so green and because he's he's a jittery young kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So you give a jittery young kid who has no real training, who has no real mentor. You know, it has no real guidance and direction with his powers. Like, here's a suit and here are these powers. Go up against a guy who has a whole heritage yeah. behind him, a whole network of people, and is not afraid to use the network. Like, yeah. if Tim Drake starts losing, he ain't got no problem calling any of those cats. Like, they're, they're not going to lose. They're not going down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just on some. And for, for one side, it'd be like, oh, it's a fair fight. Tim would probably be like, what? Yeah. I, if I fought a fair fight i'd win i'd never win the right. way we win is by not fighting fair fights that's what we do by being resourceful by looking for opportunities tim wins i i, I there i go that's what i got <sighs> so okay so what, what i hear you saying is miles morales is a little bit new he's a little bit shaky you could say he's he's a little bit meek and what you're telling me right now that drake beats meek wow that's what you're saying right now wow is that what you're saying right now we just went there didn't yeah we? i thought you were for the team wow i thought you were loyal I have nothing to say. I'm just in awe of how you pulled that together. You see that? You You see that? I'm proud of you. Yeah. Thank you very much. That was good. That's the best that I'll ever contribute to this show. (laughs) So I'm tendering my resignation now. I think we got more more to come. (laughs) We can get more out of you. All right. That was good. Kenny Sparks, thank you for that question. We appreciate appreciate that. So hit us up. Email comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. Ask CBJ. You can ask us, who do you think will win in a fight? So-and-so versus so-and-so. You can ask us a question in general. Um, you can just give us some feedback, some thoughts, whatever. Again, it would mean the world to us if you would communicate with us. Yeah, absolutely. And we will talk back. We talk a lot. You know this. You're listening you know this to this now. right now. Yeah. Hey, let's move on to this week's pull list. How that? How that? How that? How that? Let's go with I was it. too excited to put words in there. Yeah. Uh, you go first. Okay, I'll go first, and then we're going to move into our book of the week, which, again, is Power Man and Iron Fist, issue two. Speaking of, I picked up Power Man and Iron Fist, issue two. Of course. Of course I did, and I'm very excited to get into that shortly. I also picked up Superman, American Alien. Mm-hmm. What do you know about this? Anything? I heard it's good. I keep hearing it's good, and not only do I keep hearing it's good. Are you starting with five? Yeah, so I'm starting with five because I, I've heard that apparently none of these stories are actually connected to one another. Oh, really? These are stories that are totally separate. Every once in a while, maybe they'll throw a little nod to, hey, remember when we brought this up or showed you that? But these are different writers and artists telling different oh. stories about... See, so, I didn't know that. This is like Batman I. Black and White. I did not know that either, and that totally changes things for me. So now I'm getting that from now And on. this this looks superb. And this is the fifth issue. I'm really excited to jump in this. And now, of course, I'm thinking I, I got to go back and get the older issues. But this is written by Max Landis. Uh, he wrote this issue. And that's notable because Max Landis is a guy who has put a lot of videos up on YouTube talking about how he would tell a Superman story if he had the chance. He's the guy who made the movie Chronicle. You remember that movie? Yes. Yeah. So he did a video series a little while ago, um, years ago, I should say, called The Death of Superman. Mm -hmm. And it investigates how the death of Superman in comics ruined death as a concept 
in comics as a medium. It's very funny. It's very interesting. And uh, he got a crack at telling a Superman story. And man, it looks awesome. I got to get that now. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. I only picked up two books. So I also uh, took a crack at the 50% off rack at Brave New Worlds. Yep. And I picked up Frankencastle. Hardcover. Punisher Frankencastle hardcover because your boy, Man-Thing, shows up in these pages. Mm. I didn't realize this, but uh, Punisher gets all hacked up into pieces. He gets totally dismembered. Yep. Uh, Who finds him? But Man-Thing. And Man-Thing brings him into the Legion of Monsters. I'm really excited. It's uh, Rick Remender and Tony Moore. They do a lot of good work together. They did Fear Agent. That's one of my favorite comics. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's good stuff. I'm excited. But it's a light week this week. Yes. How about you? What do you got on your list? I On my list, I have Archer and Armstrong. Tell me more. Number one. Say again? Who is this? What is this? I don't know. Archer and Armstrong. I heard it was good. Heard it was funny. Oh. Um, The guys at Brave New... Well, not funny. I heard it was good. Okay. I saw promotions for it. The guys at Brave New World said it was good. So this is when I was like, you know what? I'll pick this up. I'll see what it's about. So number one, let's go for it. Yeah. I don't think I've ever bought a Valiant comic before. But now you have. So now I got this one. Um, We've got Captain Marvel number three. Mm -hmm. Love this book. Haven't read it yet, but I'm enjoying it. I love the artwork on the covers of those books. They they all look good. I got Deadpool um, and the Mercs for Money. Okay. Number two. And I got Power Man, Iron Fist. Number two, book of the week. Yeah. Now, I got one other thing. Oh, Picked up one other thing. Okay. I'm going to the bag here. Oh, this is it. You were, you were teasing this earlier on. I have a, we have a visitor for the show. Okay. <laughs> of course. Of course. Straight from Wakanda. We have, I picked up a Black Panther Funko Pop. This thing is awesome, too. Had to do it, man. It looks so good. I was waiting for it. My man, Nicholas Smith. Shout out to Nicholas Smith if you're listening. Um, I saw him post it up on Facebook, and I was like, yo, yeah, I got to get it. Last week, I was at the shop at Brave New Worlds. I was like, hey, you guys getting those in? You know when they're coming? So yeah. when I saw it, I was like, you know what? I haven't bought a pop in a while. You know what? My wife calls them dolls. I was like, hey, uh-huh, don't, uh-huh. Don't, don't do me like this. T'Challa. Yeah. Hey, he looks really cool. He does. On the, on the box, it says... Um, it was made out of vibranium. So this thing's going to last. He's made out of vibranium? Yeah, it's going to last. Yes. Yeah. That's impressive. That's awesome. See, now it's worth it. Yeah, it really is. So that was a doll. A doll what... can't be made out of vibranium. No, nah, you don't make dolls out of vibranium. <laughs> don't disrespect Wakanda. Oh, that's a good get. That's a good get. All uh, right, on to the book of the week. Yeah, let's get into the book of the week. This is the part where Octavius and I talk about a comic that we think you should be reading, and we want to be reading it with you so we can have a dialogue about it. Uh, each week, we pick a book that we're really excited about, and we'll continue doing that every week as we do this show. We hope that you picked up Power Man and Iron Fist issue two. We hope you picked up the first issue, which was, uh, what, two, three weeks ago we did that as the book of the week? Yeah. And uh, we are going to enter into spoiler territory. If you have not picked this book up and you don't want it ruined, don't listen beyond this point or come back in 10 or 15 minutes. Right. Uh, Otherwise, if you have read this issue and you want to hear what we think, now is the time. You want to get into it, Ak? Yeah, so gut reactions, I was giggling through this entire book. The whole thing, yeah, I heard you. I was like, so yeah, Adam and I actually sat down and read this right before we started recording. We read it uh, like at the table together, and I was just snickering and laughing 
love the dialogue. Love like, I can I can hear the character voices. I can I can feel um, the relationship between Luke Cage and Danny Rand. I can feel like they're old friends. They love each other, but because they're actually friends, they're like. Like, come on, son. Like, yeah, you, you get on my nerves. Yeah, they 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 tolerate each other. They love each other, but you know, it's they they have this thing where they just sort of each of them has a way of aggravating the other one. Yes, you know, it feels so much like friendships that I actually have. Uh, the dialogue is great. That all of the banter back and forth between Luke and Danny is is top notch, and the artwork is is superb. Excellent. It's awesome. And we have action scenes. That, how about this spread where we see Luke Cage just smashing through the, the side of the diner? Yeah. Taking out Gorilla Man. Yeah. It's so funny that we have, like, the word has spread around through all, like, the town and the village or the neighborhood or whatever that Power Man and Iron Fist are back together. Yeah. And the whole time, Danny Rand's like, yo, let's get back together, Luke Cage. No, I'm not getting back together with you. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, man, we should get back together. There's no way I'm getting back together. You know, like I love that whole that that entire conversation too. When Danny is like, man, we used to have the best times together. What times are you talking about? I don't know what times these are. We, we were having so much fun. You and I obviously remember things differently. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that. It's like clearly they were in this for different reasons. Yeah, they were just like, there together. Yeah, it's like this is like like my dude like. What I foresee happening is something's going to happen in this story that's going to remind Luke how much he loves, cares, appreciates, you know, Danny. Because right now, I think he takes him for granted. Agreed. I think he takes him for granted. And something's going to go down. It's going to make him go, yo, man, I love this dude. This is my friend. Like, like I've been kind of a jerk and treating this dude some some type of way, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think it's interesting how um, Danny goes... You don't want to get back together because Jessica hates me. And, you know, Luke mm-hmm. is telling him, it's like, no, it's not that she hates you. But it, it's funny how it seems like the writer is putting it on Jessica, but it's really Luke. Yeah. It's, it's Luke. really Luke. In fact, I mean, we, we have a scene in which Luke is talking to Jessica Jones, his wife, and Jessica Jones knows what's up, just like the rest of the world. She knows that Luke is going to get back together with Danny and that Luke is just being obstinate. And she says, look, you're getting back to, if you're going to go and see Danny, you're not taking the, the van. You're not right. taking the family vehicle. Right. Cause I will not have it wrecked. Thank you very much. And then you see Luke trying to squeeze his big old body huge. inside of this compact car. Oh man. I, one of the things I love about this book is that the entire world knows the two of them are teaming up again. Yeah. Except for Luke. Yeah. Which he's, is interesting. He's the only one who's not in on it yet. What do you think of uh, what do you think of the the like the minions? Like the fact that you have uh, a lot of odd villains being sent to go after Danny and, and Luke Cage. Not a lot of A listers. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like the people who are in Tombstones like Network or the network that they're in that have been passed around. They're not like the big time bad guys it's a bunch of kind of like sea level bad guys yeah who are like trying to make a trying to make a come up trying to make a name for themselves it's kind of like um superior foes of spider-man kind of thing love that like those kind of guys yeah it's not love like that. not like the big time guys yeah it's a, the, these are the these are the guys who are just trying to get a hustle make their name somehow 
Yeah. But they're not known. Yeah. And I really like stories that incorporate those characters because there's so much storytelling that can happen outside of things that are already like concrete and canon. Something that works really well about this comic is being able to take guys like Gorilla Man and the Tarantula and send them at mm-hmm. Danny and Luke. Yeah. Because you can play a lot with those characters. You have a lot to say with them. They're new or, or ostensibly new if you haven't heard of them before. Yeah. yeah. I was telling Adam how um, Gorilla Man is this gigantic dude with like a gorilla suit on. Yeah. So you... so. When I read him in my mind, I heard like this super proper accent. I just thought it would be so funny to put together. Like you have this gigantic girl looking dude and like, we are here to retrieve the item you <laughs> stole from Tombstone. That's the fun thing about comics. Like you like create, you're a part of the creative team. Yeah. As you're reading it, like you get to kind of like put your own spin on how things are going. You give it life. Do you do that when you're reading comics? You ever, you ever, uh, you ever read it out loud to yourself? I don't read it out loud, but I read it in voices in my head. Yeah. Like I hear different, like Danny sounds different than Luke. Uh-huh. Tombstone sounds different than, 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 than Luke. Oh, in Tombstone, everybody's getting on Tombstone because of his weird whisper yell. Yeah. Thing. Like, so it seems like when I, when oh, I first man. started reading it, the way the letters are written, it's like he wasn't whispering. Yeah. And I was like, cause I was whispering in my head and I'm like, wait, well, maybe he's not whispering now. Mm-hmm. And then later on in the book, he is whispering. So it mm-hmm. seems like it's a thing he does. He turns on and off. Yeah. I like that a lot. I like how his henchmen, uh, Grimm and Reaper are, are asking each other, like, is he just standing away from the phone? Does he know we can't hear him <laughs> when he's talking to us like that? Right. I love that. Great subtle jokes. Yeah. We got, um, spider woman and we got, uh, spider woman, spider Gwen. Oh, spider, spider Gwen Gwen and spider woman. Yeah. Yeah. They, they show up on the scene and the, well, I guess she's not going by spider Gwen anymore, huh? Well, I thought she was spider Gwen, but it says spider woman. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So spider woman. Wait, it said there's two power men. What's that? What's that about? Did you, do you know what that is? Cause I didn't understand question. No, I, I'm, I am not familiar with the other power man that they bring up in the panels. Although I do like that they they bring that up. Yeah. Because here you have two spider women saying like, "What? There's two, two Hawkeyes, there's two power and men. there's two Hawkeyes." Like, "Huh? I I guess sure." I think that's almost a joke on th- the all new all different. I think that is I think that's written to be a gag where you have one spider woman who is the same as the other spider woman saying like, "How is it possible that there's so many duplicates? What is this about?" It's kind of like a pot calling the kettle black situation. Yeah. Um, and, and I really appreciate that because there's a little meta humor in there where uh, the writer is, is taking an opportunity to place a little fun critique of the mm-hmm. Marvel universe mm-hmm. at large yeah. in the pages. I, again, issue two, as good as, if not better than the first issue. Yeah. And it we, rolls. Also, we also find out that the big picture is they're going after the soul stone. Oh, the fillet of soul. Yeah, right. Yeah. Soul stone that's got this power and Power Man Iron Fist stole it even though they got it for their friend. Mm-hmm. And now it seems like their friend has like activated the soul stone by saying this special incantation. Yeah. And now she's turning into something. But yeah. We don't know. All we know is that she feels power now. I very much like how Luke Cage has put two and two together immediately and said, do you realize what they said to us in the diner? They said they accused us of stealing something. Yeah. You see what's happening right now? And Danny Rand is is a little hesitant or naive 
to this naive. situation. I think naive is the word. Yeah, almost as if he might know. Maybe he he has a little bit of an understanding of what's happening, but he decides that he doesn't want that to be the case. But I think that's one of the things that pisses Luke off about Danny. While he loves him for that, it annoys him. Yeah. Because it's like, yo, my dude, like you don't see what's happening right now. Yeah. They said we stole something. Like, we didn't say anything. I don't even, even know what that is. How does it? So it's like, for you to have all this money and to have all these skills, like, dude, you can't see what's happening right in Open front of you. Open your eyes. But at the same time, Luke, in the same scenario, for you to have all this wisdom and all this street, street knowledge, you don't see what's happening right in front of you? You don't see what's happening with you and your buddy right now? Yeah. So yeah. it's cool to see, again, everybody's got this perspective, even the readers, but the two characters who are, are like, you know, lethal weapon team up. Oh, yeah. Kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they 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 still are figuring it out. So my prediction is that the stakes are going to get high. Something's going to go down. And, you know, because I, I really feel like tough times bring people together. Bring oh, friends together, bring couples together. You know, like you really find out what you're made of and what your friendship is made of when something bad happens. One person needs the other. Another person needs the other person. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, am I really your friend mm-hmm. then? Like, am I willing to see this or that happen if I have something to do with it? But it's another thing when it's like, man, you get on my nerves. I wish you would just go somewhere. Yeah. It's a little different then. So I'm, and we, I'm excited we to see what happens. See, we might see that arc. I think that's the that's a traditional narrative arc that you see in movies where you have buddy cops and then there's a part where they, they're great together, but then they have that falling out and then they realize they need each other. Yeah. So I wonder if we're going to see that sort of thing take I think place so. in these issues. I love it. Highest recommendation. As far as the book of the week goes, it's... It's spectacular. It's funny. It's got action. It's all the good stuff that comics gives you. It's Power Man and Iron Fist. It's about you and me. Yeah, there it is. What's wrong with that? It's our book. Yeah. Now, here's the question. Okay. The book of the week for next week. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Like, I don't know what we should we should read. Uh, do we have options? Do we have a couple of different books that are coming out? Anything that is... Everything that's coming out is like smack dab in the middle of a story. So we got Batman 50. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, sure. We've sure. got Hawkeye 5 that I'm interested in. Um, Nowhere Men 9. Of course I'm interested in Nowhere Men. Totally awesome Hulk. Well, I mean, you know what we could do? What's this? We could do, depending upon... I mean, it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. We can just go ahead and say it's going to be Nowhere Men. <laughs> Catch up on Nowhere Men, everybody. Yeah, we could. so we could read Nowhere Men. What I would recommend is picking up the trade paperback if you're interested in Nowhere Men. I'm going to go ahead and give this a hearty recommendation. This is worth your money. The trade paperback, I think, is $14.99, and it's the first six issues of Nowhere Men, and it's absurdly good. And uh, the next few issues are coming out, and they're all really good. I, I, I love this story, and this is worth noting right now. This is not superheroes. These these are not flying through space and time and eliminating foes left and right, uh-huh. throwing jabs and hooks. Right. This is a very different kind of story. Really, really interesting, funny, bizarre, compelling sci-fi. So yeah, I think it'd be fun to incorporate that kind of book into our our weekly. You got seven days, internet. Uh-huh. You got seven days to read 10 issues of Nowhere Man. You will not regret it. Buy the trade, borrow it, 
buy it digitally. I'll lend it to you. Comicsology. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some place, some ways that you can get comics. You can go to your local comic book shop. Yeah. You can buy the trade of nowhere men. Mm-hmm. You can buy all the individual issues, which would probably be difficult, you, and like physically. Or you could go to Comicsology and buy them digitally. Yeah. Or you could go to Amazon and you could probably get the trade a little bit cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, or if you've got a friend who you know likes comics, yep. hit that person up and say, hey, what are the chances you have Nowhere Men? I want to check that out. Let me borrow it. Open up that 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 conversation, that channel. There you go. You know, maybe you'll learn that somebody who is near you has those issues and will lend them to you. And you guys can listen to the show together, and you guys can talk about it, and you mm-hmm. guys can build from there. And then both of you can log into iTunes and leave us five stars and a positive review. Thank you so much. Thanks. We really appreciate, appreciate your tag team effort. There we go. Yeah. So it seems like that's the end of the show today. That's a dozen issues of Comic Book Junto as of right now. We did it. Yeah, we done it. That's exciting, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's, that's really two good. trade paperbacks. That's good, you man. You realize that? We, we've we come a long way. Yeah. And I'm enjoying doing it, and I'm looking forward to continue doing it. I can't wait until next week when we get another trailer for Civil War. Yeah, that I won't be watching. <laughs> You know, we got another trailer for the uh, the Batman versus Superman. There's another one out that I won't be. Watching. I have no idea how there's any more. So we got to talk about. We got to talk about how we're going to talk do Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah. So I guess we'll guess we will have probably seen all of it by the time you know odds are good. Our episode comes up next Wednesday. Yeah. So between now and then. Follow us on Twitter. Okay, let's go through it. So follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. We're going to talk through how we're going to watch Daredevil, and we'll kind of give you some more information. And when we get back to do the episode next time, if we don't already have a one-shot up, we'll discuss how we're going to go about talking about Daredevil. Because we want to do it in a way that respects people who haven't seen it, but allows people to engage with us who have seen it. Yeah, I'm thinking what we're likely going to do is split it up into a few pieces. We'll figure out how many pieces that is. So maybe we'll talk about three episodes or four or six or whatever. Yeah. So that way you don't, no one has to feel compelled to watch the entire dang show front to back just so they can listen to our show. Right. We don't want you to do that. Right. But uh, we definitely are going to be talking about it. We don't want to keep you waiting. Uh, so we'll, we'll sort that out. We'll, we'll let you know online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So tell them when they can find you on the internet, Adam. You can also find me online on Twitter and Instagram at A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. That's at Adam Teteris. And uh, I'm uh, I'm getting back to work on my on my newspaper, John. That thing is called Dark Matter Sequential. You can find that newspaper project that I work on at www.darkmatterseq.com. That's a little bit of my my literary side. Nothing nothing to do with my my vocal uh, uh, performance here on Comic Book Junto. Yeah, and no Stone Cold Steve Austin references. Yeah, yeah, yet, not yet, not yet. Where can I hit you up? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, all the same, at Octavius A. Newman, O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. Hit me up on, start follow, follow me on Snapchat. I'm going to be yeah. doing some fun stuff This man Snapchat. snaps. He snaps. I be, I be snapping, yo. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, follow me there. This podcast is a product of Bear Fruit. You can follow Bear Fruit on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all the same thing, at B3ARFRUIT. Go to bearfruit.com, sign up for our newsletter, because we're going to be giving stuff away doing that as well. 
Um, also, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, where I talk to creators about their origin story. I'm really having a good time with that. Newest episode that's up this week is with Jeff Sheldon, the designer and creator of Ugmug, which is a really, really dope show. Excited about that. Um, if you like this podcast, leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. We are also on Stitcher. We are also on SoundCloud. We are also on Overcast. Um, so we're out there. We're out there and there's mm-hmm. ways for you to, for you to, um, get in contact with us. Again, like we said, use the hashtag ask, ask CBJ. Hit us up with email, comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. And please talk back to us because we enjoy hearing from you. It means a lot to us. All right, enough of this fiddle faddle. Let's get back to our comics. All right. Until next time, peace. (laughs) 